sit and sip a while. I'm Karina and this is The Witch's Inn. Hello, hi, welcome. I am so glad to be back. Um, Last week I had special guest on Dahlia from Madrina de la Terra and it was such an exciting experience to have someone and just like share space with them and talk about their magical journey. I cannot wait to welcome more people in and um, offer this um, their gifts as well as my gifts together. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> um, I literally have over the last kind of, I don't even know, four or five weeks been really brushing up on my magical practice um, and how it relates to my job and really trying to separate my magical practice from what I do for work. Um, So if you don't know, I do tarot, oracle, I do dream interpretation, as well as I offer an applied witchcraft mentoring course, um, which is early stages. So it's just one-on-one right now. Um, But I was finding that it was really hard for me to honor my time and kind of separate what was my magical practice that I was doing just to fill my cup and what was um, a magical practice that I was going to then take pictures of and invite people in and kind of allow them to see this world and experience my authenticity. So over the last five weeks, I've really been working on this. I've created this new room um, upstairs in my spare room. Kind of was forced to do it because my husband was no longer able to work um, from a place of business. He has to do it out of our home. Just like most of us, uh, we have been affected by COVID in one way or another. Um, And although like I came up here fairly willingly, um, it did disrupt me a little bit. However, getting to really create this space that I now call mine um, has kind of ignited this creative passion towards my craft. And I'll find myself during points of the day when I'm not working that I'll just come and sit in this room and meditate and create either a spell or... um, you know, art and it feels good. I don't feel like I constantly have to be on or if I'm doing spells or ritual that I have to be taking pictures. It's, um, this space has allowed me to set up my, my energy so that it can be dispersed evenly. And I think that this is, you know, it's, it's relative, right? Because we're in Taurus season and Taurus is asking us to create the space within ourselves. I'm really kind of honing this new moon, new cycle, right? Because our new moon was just uh, this past Wednesday uh, in Taurus and this cycle that we're in, this Taurus season cycle that we're in is for me, this rebirth, it's a homecoming, uh, working within your inner child and 
asking them what they want out of this experience, right? As young children, we play in ways that kind of teaches us how we're going to be as adults. So when I was young, I used to always play as if I was a witch. And I would be, you know, picking twigs and flowers outside or, you know, collecting dirt and seashells and bringing them in and um, working on the stove and, you know, taking condiments and herbs out of the uh, pantry and um, combining them all in a pot and making potions. And when my parents used to ask me what I wanted to be when I got older, I would always say, like, I wanted to be a witch. And they'd be like, okay, but that's a fantasy. You can't be a witch. Like, it's, you can do, uh, like, tarot and you can do oracle and you can do that kind of stuff, but you can't be a witch. Um, you know, I think in my household too, we grew up kind of religious. Um, we grew up Anglican, so I was baptized as well as um, I was confirmed and I sang in a church choir. I helped out at nursery. Like that's kind of my story. And I, I guess like witch was kind of associated with the negative aspects of the craft, like evilness, right? My mom read tarot Uh, She read playing cards as well. She uh, read tea leaves and she really introduced me to this world. And I think it really created this kind of weird energy around this job and actually stepping into it fully as a source of income and not just something that you do as a hobby or do as a religion, um, not to be made serious money from. And, um, even though again, like my mom really loved people like Sylvia Brown, she didn't see her as the psychic who made money. She would see her as an author of spiritual books. And that was where her revenue is coming from. So by setting up this space, this by being forced to change where I do my work and actually having to create a space that's mine in a spare room in our house. Um, I've created a deeper practice, not just within my, within witchcraft, um, but within my business and within my integrity that is myself. And I've kind of fallen into routines that feel really good and um, really make me feel aligned with um, where I'm going and who I am. So I I feel like we're kind of still sitting in this, even though we're heading into a waxing moon, kind of this birthing, this cycle, this uh, from the Taurus season till Gemini season, the new moon in Taurus to the new moon in Gemini. I really want you to look at yourself as kind of this child, this baby entering the world because this lunar cycle is taking us all the way until Samhain, um, until October 31st, which happens to fall on a blue full moon. So if you think about it, this, this cycle that the moon is in, in this moment if we were to break down the next six months of our lives of I'm going to 
I'm 32 and I'm not going to try to do the math at this moment. (laughs) I believe it's four. (laughs) Yeah, that would be right. About six. So if I was to break, I paused for a second so I could do some quick math. (laughs) Um, It would be about um, every month would be about six, six years of my life or so. And, um, so if I took the next six months and added years to those, so from the new moon in Taurus, we, I would say zero to about seven and a half years old, six years old to the new moon in Gen and Gemini, Gemini new moon up until uh, cancer's new moon would be around seven years old to 12 to 14 years old. And then the Cancer New Moon to the Leo New Moon would be 12 to 14 years old to 18 to 20 years old. And then the Leo New Moon until um, the Virgo New Moon would be uh, between 18 years old and 24 years old. And then the Virgo, uh, the Virgo new moon until the Libra new moon would be um, 24 to 30. And then from that uh, new moon in Libra up until the full moon, the uh, the blue full moon on October 31st, which um, I can't remember at this time what sign it's in. But if that was kind of the final years of my life, I mean, I'm 32. You'll have to do the math for you. I am not doing that. (laughs) Um, How could I nurture those parts of my inner child or of my journey to really call forth this person that I want to be as of October 31st, 2020, during this rare blue moon? This is also kind of significant for me because my birthday is November 4th (laughs) and each year on my birthday, I always kind of take stock of my year previous as well. um, I was born under a full moon. So the fact that the moon is so close to being full around my birthday, I feel super privileged. Um, And just the fact that like, I'm really going to get to wrap up where uh, this you know, this cycle that I'm in and really come home to who I want to be by the time I turn 33. A magical, magical number, 33. So this week coming up, we have a Leo full, uh, sorry, waxing moon on the 30th of April. This waxing moon is leading us into Beltan. So Beltan or May Day happens over the night of April 30th into the day of May 1st. Um, It is our very first fire festival of the year, really honoring the divine masculine and the divine feminine fertility and rebirth. So when we think about this energy, this April 30th uh, waxing moon in Leo, 
So it's coming up to that full moon energy. We're building momentum here. We're starting to feel creative. We have that fire of Leo behind us, allowing us to get creative. We have that fire of Leo helping us with our first fire festival of Beltan. What do you want to see happen here? Beltan, again, it's about fertility, growth, really coming together. A lot of unions or hand fasting happens during Beltan. So what would you like? Like, it's all very significant. What would you like to come home to? What are you growing? What feels fertile for you right now? And where do you want to move into that? And while doing that, bringing that whimsy and wonder, curiosity, and just that like, anything can happen spirit of your young child your inner child really nurturing this where this is going um as well uh we have uranus now um again this is kind of what's creating this october 31st cycle here this rebel call that we were talking to uh, about sorry last episode with dahlia Um, We might see ourselves right now kind of wanting to push boundaries that we normally wouldn't want to push. And it's a really good reminder, uh, especially with the fire of Leo Moon coming um, over this Baltan energy, to be mindful of what we're saying. Um, An inner child has no filter. It's very important to take the lessons that we've learned over our journey into adulthood that um, allows the curiosity and wonderment of our inner child, but also doesn't kind of provoke that inner child's quick wit that just is ready to say whatever they need to say um, because it could land us in some trouble and we might find ourselves having to backpedal a few days later. So kind of like, you know, that being the mum here a little bit, uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all or really see where your energy is sitting. If this is someone who's not going to be receptive, if they're already set in their opinion, you're set in your opinion, why waste the energy, Uh, especially during this time? And that doesn't mean that you can't advocate for things and you can't be um, a humanitarian or you can't be an activist for something you feel super passionate about. But what it means is really take this time to allow your inner child to bring forth new ways in which you can be that activist and show people different ways of thinking instead of kind of attacking or reacting. Um, Facebook is coming to mind, um, especially with some of the uh, news that has been coming out lately from feeding up from the States. So um, just being mindful of our neighbors and making sure that we're being kind to one another. So I am going to now take a quick little break with a song and I haven't picked the song yet so I will introduce it after we come back and then I will do the energy reading so stay tuned. Okay and that was Fireball by Pitbull. Um, Sometimes I love how life kind of works out. I like to have a rough outline for these podcasts, um, for the energy reading and just what's coming forward. 
Um, but for the most part, I just really allow spirit to like take me where I need to go in this. And, um, when I went kind of like I sat and I listened to the first half of this podcast and I'm like, what would be a good song for this? And immediately what came to mind was Fireball by Pitbull. And when I listened to the little sound clip that they have on Anchor, it was sticks and stones don't break my bones and, you know, all that. And I was like, wow, how did that perfectly work out? Um, Because when we were young, at least when I was young, we used to sing that nursery rhyme, like sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And what we left on was, you know, to be mindful of our words and our actions because um, sticks and stones may break our bones, uh, but words, um, they actually do a lot more damage (laughs) uh, in the long run because wounds heal, but words kind of stay imprinted on us. So uh, I think that's a really, just another great reminder to be mindful of what you're saying and maybe allow your actions to speak the volumes uh, that you want instead of your words expressing how you would uh, like this world to be or whatever's coming forward. So uh, tame tame your inner child a little bit when it comes to um, your tongue this week. <laughs> I'm just going to take a little drink of coffee here. All right. So... As I said, we have the Leo waxing moon on April 30th, heading us into Beltan, which is April 30th Eve is Beltan Eve. And then we have May Day, which is obviously May 1st. Um, And let's just, let's get to the energy reading here. So each, each week I take cards that I feel called to use. And I pull. This week I have the Rider Waite tarot cards as well as the Keeper of the Light Oracle deck by Kyle Gray and the Language of Letting Go by Melody Beattie. And I thought that these would be very good cards um, because I think we're letting go of a lot of ourselves. Um, right now we're seeing a lot of old aspects die off you know that they just we they're not serving our energy anymore so let's go with the writer weight first I'll pull um let's pull three cards we have three phases of this moon cycle yet justice reversed I don't normally read reversed um oh the high priestess reversed if the other card comes out reversed then I will switch them all and they did. So I was upside down with my cards. So I will switch them. All right. So justice. Um, this is all about balancing your skills, cutting through the bullshit that is your life and making sure that you are coming out on top, right? It's I find this time right now is I feel a lot of energy workers are really waking up and really kind of saying like, where is my energy best served? And not where is my energy best served for others, but where is energy best served for myself? Because when I lead by example, I am creating that balance and harmony that then can be rippled out 
into the world, right? Energy workers are finally noticing that I don't have to be in constant service to others because when I do that, I'm creating an imbalance between us, right? There's an energy exchange that happens when you go to an energy worker, be it psychic, medium, Reiki practitioner, shaman, uh, witch, anything. There's an energy exchange on top of any monetary exchange that's going on. And when we, at 444, just hit the timer there. Um, when, when we are in constant service to others, we're actually lowering our vibration by raising others up. And so if you're having a lack of abundance right now, uh, really take a look at where you are overcompensating for the people that you're serving in your life, whether it be clients, family, um, your partner, maybe pets, friends, honestly, like pets too. Uh, We have a very needy dog. (laughs) And really see where can I balance the scales for myself? Uh, The next card was the High Priestess, again, a balanced card. She is literally sitting in between black and white. She has this beautiful crescent moon coming forward. And I see this, so uh, Justice, sorry, going back, Justice is, wow, okay, I actually, I love how this kind of worked out. Justice is a big, red, vibrant card, Leo, this waxing uh Leo moon heading into Baltan, creating justice. The high priestess kind of really uh, shows us this Scorpio energy and she represents the full moon in Scorpio that's happening during Taurus season. And so I just think that this is beautiful because the high priestess is very intuitive. So your intuitive abilities are going to be waking up over the full moon in Scorpio. I feel like it's almost going to be an influx. Really prepare for this full moon in Scorpio because um, if you aren't drinking properly, uh, like staying hydrated, eating proper food, uh, moving your body in ways that feels good for you, I'm not saying exercise, I mean actually physically. Like if you're feeling stiff, make sure you're paying attention to that. Make sure that rebel heart isn't going, no, I don't like exercise, so I'm not doing it. Move your body in ways that feels good for you. Maybe that just means walking. Maybe that means dancing. I love dancing because this actually helps raise your vibration. So this full moon in Scorpio is is asking us to balance where we've been putting ourselves second with regards to um, creating that channel, easier channel for our gifts to come through. When we stay hydrated and when we're eating properly, we can receive more and we can then therefore give more when it feels good. And then going into the crescent, uh, the waning moon, uh, I I wish I had uh, my <laughs> moon signs in front of me because I wasn't planning on doing a reading all the way to the end of this cycle, but it's kind of coming forward. So there's two, the union, uh, two of cups. And it's, again, that, uh, sorry, the waning moon going into the Gemini new moon is when two become one, right? Gemini is twins, it's twin flame. Um, And this waning moon uh, at the end of the month is the two of cups, which again, it's creating healthy union in our lives. So if we really look at this layout as it pertains to our inner child, for me, between zero and seven, it's asking me, where was I seeing imbalance in my life between these years? 
what kind of patterns, the second card, what kind of patterns we're creating my now healthy habits, right? My health, my health habits, um, which is very significant to me. And then the second, uh, third card is um, between the ages of six, zero and six, seven, what was the love language that I was seeing between my parents, between friends, between my mom and her parents, my dad and his parents? What was the relationships that I was seeing, that love language between people? And how has it shaped who I am today? And where could I take the time to mend or acknowledge that that love language was either good or bad, or maybe it was in the middle, maybe it was a little bit passive, right? And really waking up to that and allowing my journey to unfold there. So it's pretty, pretty powerful reading um, as well. The High Priestess, I just, I want to go back to this. If you, if you are someone who actively practices um, or someone who doesn't actively practice, this is an opportunity, like I said, to really start looking into it and seeing like, where can I incorporate this in my life every single day? Rituals don't have to be these big extravagant, um, you know, to do's. Uh, I, when I really started practicing witchcraft, I started with brushing my teeth and cleaning my mouth, literally cleaning my mouth out saying, as I was brushing my teeth, saying affirmations in my head and spitting out the dirt, right? So it's finding moments of your day that you can start incorporating a daily spiritual practice to really enhance it. Because when you start doing that, it, it becomes less of, um, well, at least for me, it became less of, uh, like a hobby and more of a way that I live my life. And then for me, it did have to then go back to a balancing act of where am I living my life this way and where am I welcoming people into my life this way through my business, through work. So um, I want to, I want to, sorry, quickly talk about how I made a collage yesterday uh, before I decided to sit down and write this pod, uh, do this podcast because I needed to open space. And for me, the way that opening space is coming up is uh, by seeing seeing stuff around my house, first of all, that uh, when I get the notion that it's like, okay, I don't need that anymore. I've actually started creating this pile uh, in our front porch. <clears throat> it's enclosed, don't worry, um, of things that just like, they don't, they don't need to be there anymore. Uh, moving things into proper spaces in their home or actually like finding. So I found a bunch of stickers in my bedside table and I decided that, okay, I have these stickers I want to do something with them. I had an old mirror that I had broken over a year ago. Uh, well, I didn't break it. Someone, when they were watching our house, they broke it, and uh, which is fine. And it was literally sitting in our basement, just broken. So I cleaned up the, um, threw out all the glass and kept the frame and decided to make this really beautiful collage out of it. <clears throat> and it starts uh, with me at the top and how I see myself. And it slowly goes down. There's pictures of me as a child, and then there's pictures of me with 
my husband uh, during a trip that we just we really connected with it was actually over a full moon eclipse uh, last February and um, and then pictures of my mom and my dad and my sister and then kind of where I want to see the witches in in a bit and it was just it's this beautiful thing a uh, beautiful piece of art and my sister not this last Halloween but two Halloweens ago they made up goodie bags to hand out to kids and they ended up uh, not having as many kids as they thought so she gave me a few goodie bags because it had stickers in it and had like witchy stuff in it uh, you know like glow sticks all that kind of stuff so I was like thank you well they sat in a drawer for what a year a year and a half now so I pulled those out and I said okay I have all these stickers what am I gonna do well I opened up the little witch stickers that was in there and the there was a a sticker that said the witch is in and just noticing these little signs right by by kind of pausing and allowing myself to open up through art art can be spell work art can it was spell work for me um i got a sign from the universe that said this is exactly what you need to be doing right now right the witch is in this is how you create space for abundance to flow into your life by doing exactly what feels authentic for you in that moment as long as it's not hurting others right so this high priestess, I just, I really wanted to talk on her a little bit more and share that story. So let's move to our first oracle. I'm going to pull one card. This is going to be uh, the master card for the week, who we can be calling on if we need some help. Um, okay, and Bridget, she popped out for us. Um, so Bridget, inner strength, move back to wholeness. Recognize that you have the power. <laughs> Move back to wholeness, right? Homecoming. That's the whole uh, part of this. As well, Bridget is, um, she is for Embulk, which is the last fire festival of, I believe it's, yes, it's the last fire festival of the Wheel of the Year. She helps wake up the earth for spring to come. Uh, she is the first goddess that meets the green man and says, hey, uh, are you ready to kind of go and hibernate so that spring can wake up? She also embodies Maiden Mother Crow, that trilogy. Um, so this is beautiful, especially as I was just talking about the High Priestess. Um, and she, she, yes, she embodies fire. So call on her this week to really bring that creativity, bring that fire back into your life uh, and ask her how you can... Uh, move forward in all that you are trying to be. There is a giant Celtic knot behind her as well. April, um, especially the last few days, we've had a lot of rain. Knots get tighter when it rains. It's harder to pull a knot apart once it's been wet. And I think this really speaks to the last card of the Two of Cups, this mending of our love language, this mending of how we view others and our relationships. Uh, really get that knot wet so that the people who you have in your life that you want in your life and you want to stay in your life uh, can do so. And then the language of letting go. 
let's move there and see what's coming forward as uh, a last little message. Okay. Taking time for meditation and prayer. Today I will take a moment for meditation and prayer. I will know that I am a creation of God, the universe, angels, cosmos, and he loves me. God, through meditation and prayer, I have faith that I will hear you when you talk to me and you will listen when I talk to you. How beautiful is that, right? Just this homecoming, this whimsy and this faith that our inner child has, that we had as a child, um, to really just speak to the clouds and speak to the universe, speak to God, however you resonate. And know that they're hearing us and know that the more that we talk to them, they're going to talk back and deliver us signs and let us know that we are on the right path. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's uh, podcast. If you did, please like, share, subscribe. Um, It means a lot to me. Um, This is something that really allows me that creative space to open up. As well, I have started uh, my YouTube channel. I've started uh, uploading videos there. So you can find me on YouTube at The Witches Inn. As well, Instagram, uh, The Witches Inn. And Facebook, The Witches Inn. I have a special on right now for Mother's Day. um, Where it's buy one tarot reading, get the other tarot reading free. That goes until May 10th. And those are $45.00. So you and a friend, you and your mom, you and a girlfriend, whoever, um, if you would like a reading, please uh, let me know. You can email me at the.witch.inn at gmail.com and we can set up a time. Or of course, you can PM me on Instagram or Facebook and I'd be happy to set up a reading for you. So um also quickly (laughs) i have a beltan uh, altar building workshop that i am doing on april 30th if you would like to participate uh please let me know through the channels that i uh, just said and we will hook you up there so i hope everyone has a very blessed week i'm karina and this is the witches in bye